Cleanup efforts are ongoing at the site of the derailed number 408 Toroko Express train. But authorities say removal of the wreckage from the tunnel will take time. There are concerns over damaging the human remains that are still in the wreckage. Officials also say that a memory card belonging to the dash cam of the truck that caused the accident is still missing. Meanwhile, the government has confirmed the transportation minister's request for resignation, but says that work remains to be done before that request can be considered. A diesel locomotive slowly pulls on a trapped carriage while two backhoes stand by ready to assist. Engineers stand off to the side directing the operation. After several hours of effort, the Taroko Express's fourth carriage is freed from the tunnel. The carriage is largely intact, with only one small section twisted out of shape. The first, second and third carriages of the ill-fated number 408 train were pulled from the tunnel on Saturday. However, the removal of the fourth carriage on Sunday was temporarily halted. Transportation Safety Board officials found something at the opening of the tunnel and wanted to search the ground there, so they asked us to temporarily halt removal of the carriage. Early understanding is that the object is a dash cam from the truck that the Taroko hit. There should be two memory cards in it. They found one card, and they felt that there should be another one somewhere, so we are busy looking for it now. Workers halt removal of the carriage for an hour and then continue with the operation. However, three of the remaining carriages are still connected, and between carriages five and six, the body of a deceased passenger is in the way. Authorities are concerned that removing the carriage will damage the body, so it appears that removing the three carriages will still require much time. Meanwhile, as authorities are kept busy dealing with the aftermath of the tragedy, one KMT lawmaker is demanding that the transportation minister step down. This many people died and you still don't step down? Do you think people will accept that? You think your approval ratings are so high and someone's got your back, so you just don't care? The Taiwanese people are just pushovers, is that it? I will fulfill my responsibilities. At the moment, those responsibilities include rescue and repair. There is also the work of dealing with the aftermath. I won't shun these responsibilities. On camera, Lin will not say whether he will resign or not, but it was rumored that after seeing the incident, Lin was deeply shaken and called the Premier to resign verbally, something that the Executive Yuan has since confirmed. However, Premier Su Jen Chang has told Lin that there is work to be done before he can leave his post. The presidential office has also said it is not the time to discuss resignations and that the minister must first deal with the aftermath. One of the injured passengers on the ill-fated Taroko Express is a five-year-old girl surnamed Lin. She was in a state of shock when she arrived at Hualien Tsuji Hospital. She had lost her watch and was crying for it. The medical staff gave her a pink watch to calm her down. On Sunday, she was discharged from the hospital, but she still had to take a train to go home. The medical staff gave her a stuffed animal, which she held on tight the whole time. The five-year-old girl with a ponytail wore a pink watch and held on to a stuffed animal. Finally, she had a smile. She was getting ready to be discharged from the hospital Sunday. However, to get home, she'd have to take a train again. The medical staff gave her Peppa Pig, hopefully to ease her nerves. Because they are returning home by train, they will inevitably feel some fear, so we let her hold the stuffed animal, which will at least reduce her anxiety and panic. She was very happy when she saw it. Her mom asked her, do you know who this is? She just smiled and said shyly, Peppa Pig. 
When the train derailed, the mother and daughter were in the eighth carriage. At the time, a passenger with a leg injury, while enduring great pain, asked them to get out first. The mother found the selfless passenger in Hualien Siji Hospital. Filled with gratitude, she embraced her tightly. Meanwhile, at the Hualien Armed Forces General Hospital, injured passengers have been discharged one after another. There was a patient who lost a lot of blood during surgery, so we transferred him to the ICU. Since yesterday, his vital signs have been stable. He should be transferred out of the ICU today or tomorrow. We expect all the patients to be discharged from our hospital in the next three or four days. Eight passengers were sent to the Hualien Armed Forces General Hospital. Two were transferred away for treatment. Among the remaining six, one was less than 12 years old. Their injuries included impacts to the head, lacerations on the face, abrasions on the elbows and limbs, dislocations of the knees and bone fractures. It will take three months to fully recover. If surgery was involved, physical therapy will be required. It's a long road to a full recovery. In addition to the physical injury, the psychological trauma will take time to gradually heal. The youngest victim in Friday's train crash was a four-year-old girl surnamed Chen. Funeral workers spent 15 hours laboriously restoring her damaged remains. She was taken home by her family Sunday morning. We had to return all of her organs to their places, and then we had to restructure all of the bones in her body. As for the body itself, we had to align it and stitch it up. It's now in good condition. On Friday morning, the girl's grandfather was taking his family back home for the tomb sweeping festival. The family of six got on the train's sixth carriage at Taipei Main Station. The accident took the lives of his eldest daughter and granddaughter. His brother, who came to help, thanked the funeral workers for helping the deceased retain their dignity. After the arrival of the first batch of the AstraZeneca's COVID vaccine in early March, an additional 199,000 doses of the AZ vaccine were delivered on Sunday. This batch is part of an order secured through COVAX, an international vaccine distribution platform. However, the head of the Central Epidemic Command Center, Chen Shizhong, has expressed concern that a delay in receiving the latest batch means the vaccines will expire sooner than the last batch. To resolve the issue, Chen said vaccinations may be opened up to more people. However, given the AZ vaccine side effects that have been reported in Europe, the public is undecided on getting vaccinated. Chen said the government has secured vaccines from a variety of manufacturers with the hope that more choices will encourage more people to get the jab. In the early morning of Sunday, a China Airlines flight carrying 199,200 doses of the AstraZeneca COVID vaccine touched down at Taoyuan Airport. Soon after the plane came to a stop, the vaccines were offloaded from its cargo hold. Customs officers were on hand to inspect the shipment, which was soon whisked away under police escort. Just like the last batch, these vaccines were manufactured in South Korea. However, given a closer expiration date, authorities are mulling ways to expand the vaccination drive. With this batch, we are a bit concerned that there was a long delay before it was sent to us. We are concerned that the expiration date will be much closer. So with this second batch, we may open it up to more people sooner. However, some people vaccinated in Europe with the AstraZeneca vaccine have experienced serious side effects leading some countries to suspend its use. 
Given this situation, some Taiwanese are reluctant to get vaccinated with the AZ variety. We have no clear evidence linking the vaccine with blood clotting. Our practice in Taiwan has been to carefully monitor people who are vaccinated to see if there's any development of side effects. We have also advised that for the 28 days prior to and following vaccination, vaccinated women not receive estrogen therapy. That way they can avoid certain concerns over a potential cause and effect relationship. Chen Shizhong says that in December last year, the government bought roughly 20 million doses of vaccines, with roughly 4.76 million being procured through COVAX. Aside from an expected total of 1.02 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine, the BioNTech and Johnson & Johnson vaccines are on their way. Authorities hope that vaccines from a variety of manufacturers will encourage more people to get the jab. Sunday afternoon saw the departure of the second flight to Palau to take advantage of the Taiwan-Palau travel bubble. This time, however, there was a sharp drop in visitor numbers to the western Pacific island. Whereas the maiden voyage had 100 holidaymakers from seven travel agencies, Sunday's flight only carried 10 tourists from one travel agency. To prevent the travel bubble from bursting, tour operators say they will include secret scenic spots off the beaten path in future itineraries to entice more people to sign up. China Airlines has also lowered the airfare to Palau from 25,000 to 20,000 NT to fill the seats on the next Palau-bound flight leaving April 10th. The growth of pet-related industries means big business for animal experts. Now even Yilan County Commissioner Lin Zimiao is paying attention to the trend. She recently visited the county's Animal Disease Control Center, where pet cremation services are rapidly gaining popularity and made a plea for animal owners to take their responsibilities seriously. Pet owners line up at the pet cremation services counter to arrange their animals' funerals. Elon Animal and Plant Disease Control Center has just upgraded its cremation facilities. A range of cardboard animal coffins are on offer, alongside a cremation shroud that dissolves bad karma. Elon County Commissioner Lin is a dog lover. She made a trip to the center with actor Yang Huaiming, who is a longtime supporter of animal rescue. We must care for animals from birth to death. If you love them, don't abandon them. When cats or dogs are hit and killed on the road, we send them here to be individually cremated. Pet cremation is a sensitive process. The remains are first frozen in a communal freezer, then cremated individually or collectively, according to the owner's wishes. Some collect the ashes afterward, while others scatter them in Fuyun Animal Cemetery. Since the center began offering Taiwan's first animal cremations in 2013, applications have grown every year, from approximately 300 a year to over 1,600 in 2020. Apart from cats and dogs, which are the most numerous, we also receive cremation applications for java finches, parrots, cats, hamsters, turtles, rabbits, and so on. Pet owners will splash the cash to care for their furry friends. Some pay for massages or even minimally invasive surgeries at animal hospitals. Last year, the pet population exceeded that of children under 15, indicating the burgeoning influence of the pet dollar. 
Fishermen aboard the vessel Manjitai earlier this week caught a large tuna, which was verified as the first tuna of the season. At an auction on Sunday, a restaurant in Taoyuan bought the fish for 10,000 NT a kilo, a new record. Weighing in at 193.4 kilos, the year's first tuna was sold for a total of nearly 2 million NT. The fish was caught by Huang Mingcai, a veteran fisherman with 25 years' experience. This was the first time Huang caught the season's first tuna, which he said was a gift from the heavens. With its capture, Pingdong's tuna season has officially begun.